Happy Monday, you guys. Welcome. How are you doing today? Exciting thing happened over the weekend. Uh, this podcast slash my Facebook lives repurposed into a podcast got approved for Apple Podcasts, so you can now subscribe to me there. That's kind of a big deal, I guess, because I know most people listen to their podcasts directly through Apple Podcasts. So I'm pretty excited. Visibility and Connection is now on Apple Podcasts. So these Facebook Lives that I do are now available to listen to wherever you listen to podcasts, but now on Apple Podcasts as well. So I was pretty excited about that over the weekend. I don't know how your weekend went. You can tell me in the comments below if you're watching live. Um, since Friday night, I've been pretty down and out because I know I seem okay, but I actually still have really swollen tonsils. Stephanie says, hi, you look gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Um, that's pretty good because I'm having like a no makeup Monday. Um, I feel really good right now because um, I just got back from thrifting, which is like my number one favorite thing to do. Every once in a while, um, the Value Village does like a 50% off day. So even though I still have tonsillitis and I had a lot to get done today, I decided to go to the Value Village first thing this morning before it got too crazy and get myself some new clothes. So I'm pretty excited. I'm riding a high from the things that I found um, because I love thrifting. Do you like to thrift? You can tell me in the comments below if you're watching live. There's a few of you hopping on. Probably because the title of today's video is fairly enticing. When can you start selling to your social media audience is what we're going to talk about today. This is a question I frequently get asked. People are like, well, when do I actually get to monetize this audience that I'm working so hard to build? And I'm going to give you kind of two, I'm going to be my own devil's advocate today. I'm going to give you kind of two perspectives on this and then you kind of choose, you know, how you feel about it. I think if you are selling high ticket, I'm just going to start that off. If you're going to sell high ticket, so you're going to sell something that is over, like I would say over the $100 range, definitely anything over the $200, $300 range. If you're selling that, then you're going to need to establish trust with your audience. You have to remember that with high ticket, there's higher risk. So there has to be some trust established. People don't just go from an ad to handing over thousands of dollars to someone they just met online, hundreds of dollars even. And you also have to remember that that other person, their money situation, so the people you want to sell to, their money situation is also a factor in that. So you might be like, well, it's only $200, but it depends who you serve because to some people, $200 makes a big difference in their life and they're going to need to have a lot of trust of you in order to hand that over. For some people, it's no big deal and they just spend that money whatever. So it's going to depend on a few things, but I know that I just wanted to nip this in the bud. There's a lot of people out there who want to sell high ticket. They want to sell high ticket coaching, high ticket courses, and they've got this mindset that there's all these people out there, you know, with high ticket price points. So like thousands of dollars to just hand over if they position themselves correctly. And I'm going to say that from my experience in online marketing and my experience working specifically with coaches and entrepreneurs, uh, it's not always the case that there's tons of people out there ready and willing to hand over thousands of dollars to pay for high ticket coaching, high ticket courses and programs. So if you're just starting out right now, if you're just starting out building an audience and your goal is to sell high ticket, then you're going to have to establish trust with your audience first which means the eventuality that you're going to be able to monetize an audience requires that you're going to have to exactly, D. Stevens saying with me, build trust with that audience. 
So thinking that you're going to sell high ticket right out of the gate is a little bit naive and you can usually tell who's never done this before if they're literally like starting yesterday and they're like, okay, I'm launching a thousand dollar program to the five people that follow me on Instagram that I don't engage with. Like there's a lot of things that come into play when you're pricing your items, building an audience and selling to an audience. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about when when you can start selling. Um, I'm going to give you two opinions. I said I'll be the devil's advocate to my own kind of opinions and experiences with this. And I will also kind of give you some tips that if you want to make money now, because I am actually a huge fan of making money now today, okay? Make some money right now today. Um, I'm not here to tell you guys, let's, let's wait and let's wait till the audience is, you know, boiling hot, super warm. Let's not put off years and years, put tons of years into it. I'm saying that you can definitely start making money now. But at the end of this video, if you stay to the end, I'm going to explain actually the best way to go about doing that. So first of all, like I said, I'm going to be devil's advocate. There are two trains of thought, depending on whether you're selling high ticket or low ticket, obviously that's going to be a factor, but you can launch your social media with a product to sell right out of the gate. Okay. So if you're just starting today and you've been in the development phase of your product or service for a while and you're just starting today, then you could potentially launch and start building an audience immediately with a product ready to go. That's an option. Okay. So that would be saying, I am going to start selling immediately and I'm only going to build this social media audience with the intention to sell to them. And it's going to be very clear that when they follow me on Instagram, when they join my Facebook group, when they interact and engage with maybe my podcast or my YouTube channel, that there's a call to action and a product associated with what I'm doing. You can come right out of the gate and always have that product ready to go. It can be an evergreen product, something you're selling all the time. It could be physical products. So as you guys know, I do dabble in drop shipping. So I have my Riot Girl Rebirth brand and there's a few like cool like punk rock pins Hot Topic S novelty items. And I launched the brand with those items ready to go, like $9 pins. So you like this content, buy a pin. There's pins and t-shirts and stuff like that. It just launched out of the gate with products ready to be sold. If people like the content and they like the brand, there's stuff ready to go and ready to be sold to them. And that's one approach you can take. And if you're starting today and you are kind of got your business hat on and you immediately want to start making money, I would say by all means, have a product ready to go and start building your social media audience. So that product becomes your and then, it becomes your call to action. So if you watch this video and then I can go, well, I also have my Grow Your Facebook group ad strategy. So if you'd like to buy that for me, it's on sale for $55. See, I actually do have that. That's actually available for you to buy. And you can buy that for me. And this could be the first time you've ever heard from me and you can just go buy it and there's no shame in mentioning these products and having them ready to go and selling to your audience right out of the gate. That is option A. But the devil's advocate <laughs> and the other side of the coin of this is also the idea that you build your audience first. You build trust with your audience. You serve them great content. You establish your brand. You establish your mission. You build a group of people that are familiar with you and what you do. And then you do a launch, okay? So that's the other option. You can have evergreen products and services ready to go all the time and start building your audience and selling, or you can build the audience, warm them up, and then launch to them. Now, 
I'm going to tell you the pros and cons of each one. The pro obviously of selling right out of the gate is first of all, you're not messing around. You're not messing around with it. You are there to make money. You're very clear that what you're doing is kind of like for the intention of making money. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're just there to make money, but it does mean that you're very clear to your audience that, you know, you're here to have, you know, consumer customer relationship um, with them. So you're the provider of a service or product. Uh, it's very clear to them and you're doing it with the intention of making money, monetizing the time and ad spend and everything you're gonna, that's going to go into building an audience and you're ready to go with something to sell to them. So the pros are obviously that you're going to start making money right away. You're going to be able to, you know, serve an audience, create the audience you want, but start making money and the people who are buying from you might buy again in the future. And you're doing it with the approach of this is immediate monetization of all my time being spent on this social media content, social media thing. And I'm hoping to get my ad spend back. The con, the biggest con to this is a lot of people do this this way. A lot of times, depending on what you're selling, it's like sex without foreplay. People aren't buying it. The trust isn't established. Typically people doing this who are going to sell right out of the gate aren't able to make the sales. If they're selling like usually like a higher ticket item, lower ticket, you can usually get away with it. Actually. I would say if you have a lower ticket, if it's a, a course or a one-to-one -one service, that kind of thing, you could sell right out of the gate. But if it's higher ticket, typically it doesn't sell because it's like sex without foreplay. These people have no idea who you are. And the number one con to selling right away to your audience is obviously the lack of context. Okay. So the lack of context, you've not established yourself as a reliable resource. You haven't established yourself as somebody trustworthy or, you know, if you've appointed yourself the expert in a certain niche, and then you're all of a sudden selling a course on it, these people are coming out in the blue. They have no idea who you are or why they should trust you, why they should buy from you. You haven't done anything you know, to kind of prove yourself to them. So it typically can be like a hard climb. It can be a hard climb into an established kind of a business where you're able to make money doing this. However, it's not impossible. And if there are like physical products, so like I said, I mean, it's just a $9 pin on my Riot Girl store. There's physical products and physical items people can buy. And you're selling those to an audience right out of the gate. You don't really have to worry too much about explaining yourself or proving, you know, proving yourself as the expert. So it can work in some situations, but for people who are trying to sell programs, courses, coaching, it's sex without foreplay and people typically don't buy into it unless you've established yourself beforehand. All right. So we're going to go to the other side of this, <laughs> this kind of argument, the situation where you put all the time into building your audience and then you launch your products and services to your audience. Um, so let's talk about that option. So that's option B. Like I said, I'm not saying A or B is better. There's just circumstances where A works and B works. And so some of the pros of doing B is you're setting yourself up for success. So it's the idea of work hard now, work hard now, guys, build that audience. Maybe you're still working a regular full-time job, but you're laying the foundation to launch something bigger. You're working on establishing trust with your audience. You're creating content, you're serving people, you're doing your thing, you're probably enjoying it and you have a plan to monetize it later. So the pros to that are, first of all, you're usually going to have to be making your money some other way. So you're not going to be motivated by like financial gain. So you're going to be able to put more consideration, more time, more effort usually into what you're creating to sell down the line. 
your audience is also going to be a lot more attracted to you. It's going to grow a lot faster because it is true that sometimes when people are like, oh, this person's here just for my money, they don't necessarily like trust you. If you're just doing it because you're going to sell to that audience later and you're just trying to, you know, build the brand and build the recognition, it grows a lot faster. It's just the truth. If you just are doing Instagram for the joy of doing Instagram, if you're building a Facebook group on a specific niche or theme just to do it, start collecting people, you might have a freebie, you might have some resources and things, but you're not immediately trying to monetize. A lot of people are really attracted to that. You do get kind of people who are looking for like, you know, the freebies and, you know, that kind of thing, but you actually can establish a real quality audience. Like a lot of people who do like my favorite examples, like podcasters, YouTubers, bloggers, a lot of people get into those things, not because they're intending to monetize them right away, but because their intention is they just really enjoy making YouTube videos about the specific topic, or they really enjoy, you know, showing their fashion and their style, maybe their thrift finds on Instagram. Like that kind of thing usually comes from a place of very pure joy and um, pure creative passion for the thing you're doing. And the audiences do tend to grow a lot faster and the audiences do tend to be a lot more fanatical when you know, you're just doing it for the joy of doing it. So you're building your audience. Maybe in your mind you're like, well, I'll monetize this later, but your motivation isn't to immediately start making money. So that's a huge pro to that side of it. If, if you're someone who's like, I wanna be an entrepreneur in the future, but I'm not that unhappy where I'm at right now at say my day job, you could start excuse me. You could start laying the foundation to do this later, later on down the road by starting say a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel, that kind of thing, a Facebook group would be great. You could start doing that now with the intention of later monetizing it, launching something to that audience and that audience is gonna love you for it. Like if you put the time and energy in now, you're gonna have nothing but huge advantage over people who you know, don't put the time in, don't build the audience, and then till they have the product to sell. So that's the one big pro to build it and then monetize it. However, the cons are clear. You're not making any money. You could put a lot of time into it, not make anything back for that time you're putting in. That's the biggest con to doing it that way. If you're in a position where you need to make money or maybe you've been in school for a long time or you've invested a lot in your personal training or you've purchased a lot of inventory if we're talking about physical products, then you maybe just don't have the time to build that audience beforehand. Um, so you're probably gonna go for route A, but route B, the con is obviously that you don't make any money. There's no guarantee of making money. Um, but the pro is obviously when you do launch a product or service, people are gonna know who you are. You're gonna be more established. You're gonna be able to have one of those huge, you know, legendary launches that you hear about. Um, I always like to look at YouTubers personally, like when I'm trying to like study the phenomenon of just social media and social media monetization and marketing. And if you look at a lot of these YouTubers who release merchandise or physical products, it's usually after the fact of building their following. I don't think you'll ever see like a YouTuber like create a YouTube channel and then immediately trying to start sell to people who are watching, um, unless it's like doing like affiliate products or something along those lines, unless they're an entrepreneur who's just starting YouTube as part of their marketing plan. But typically like people who are just doing YouTube content creation are usually doing it to try and maybe eventually grow their channel in order to make some money off the audience they're building, but they don't usually come in with a product ready to go. Um, and then later down the road, when they have all these viewers and they have this audience they can speak to, then they launch things like merch and physical products. And that usually is a very successful launch because that audience 
already has a relationship with them. So that's a good example of it is if you have a relationship with people and they trust you and you've been providing them with free value in the form of content for a period of time without asking for anything in return, your chances of having a successful launch of whatever it is that you're selling is much, much higher. There's a few people joining in right now. Today we are talking about when is it appropriate to monetize your social media audience. I've kind of given both sides of the coin. So I've said, well, you can launch and start building a social media audience with a product immediately ready to go. And you can also go the other angle of building a social media audience and then launching to them later. Um, both are options. And like I said, it's going to depend on a few different factors. The price point is a huge deal here. Okay. Cause like, like I said, low ticket, low risk, you can sell it right away. It doesn't need to be tons of trust established. You don't need to be an established expert. You just need to have a quality product that people want matched to an audience that is likely to buy it. So in that case, you don't need to spend years building an audience, getting your follower count up and your views up and spending all this time on an elaborate content marketing plan in order to sell it. If it's, if it's low ticket, low risk item, high ticket is higher risk. At the end of the day, that's the reality that we're talking about here. So if you're watching this as someone who's like a coach, um, coach, someone who's created a, an elaborate program, um, that you're hoping to sell for, like I said, anything over, I would say anything over 200, $300, you should be considering that higher risk because your audience is going to be looking at you and making sure that you're somebody trustworthy to invest that sum of money into. And if you're brand new to the game, here's, <laughs> here's the thing that I say sometimes to my clients. And I know that it's like a reality check-in and it might not feel good to hear this. But if you're selling high ticket, that person that you're hoping to sell to can afford the best of the best. Okay. So they can afford the best of the best. If they want it, they can get it. And so they could go get anybody to be their coach. They could go purchase any program because money's not an object for them. So you're going after these high ticket, high rolling, high spending people. But why would they choose you if you've not established yourself, if you're brand new right out of the gate and you've not done anything to identify yourself as an expert, you don't have an audience, you don't have much to show for, and you're not positioning yourself as the best of the best, the best choice for them. So typically like when we start to get into these high ticket kind of things, you can right away say like, well, the reason why you don't get to kind of like self appoint yourself, the new expert, the new grand expert, and are immediately entitled to sell high ticket right out of the gate is because high ticket, high trust, that person can afford anyone, anyone who does what you do, why are they going to choose you? So building that audience over time, not just confirms that you are good at what you do and you provide value and that you care about it. You're not just here to make a quick buck. One of those like <laughs> self-appointed coaches, who haven't had the experience that they claim they have, like you're not fake. You're taking the time to establish yourself. That is going to allow you to sell high ticket. So it's going to allow you build that audience. It's part of building that evidence of your expertise. And the reason why I keep coming back to that is because I think there's a misunderstanding about monetizing social media audiences that really comes down to, you can make money online, at any point, like you can be brand new, release, like I said, a product or have an evergreen course. You can, of course, do that. In fact, it's smart not to wait 
tons of time, invest tons of your own money. You don't want to spend, you know, years trying to do this and never releasing a product or never trying to pay yourself back for the time and the ad spend and the investment, the personal investment that you're making. But that said, there seems to be this misconception that just because you decided today now I am a high ticket coach or a high ticket expert, I'm going to be able to attract, you know, people who are going to pay me large sums of money to do what I do without any evidence to support that. So there's two sides of the coin, but there is a misconception out there that it's really easy to just find these people who are willing to hand over their money because they're also not dumb, okay? They're not naive. They're going to be looking at you and they're going to be looking for kind of like proof that you can do the things that you say you can do. And one of the best ways to prove it is to have that audience, to have that following, to have that engagement and visibility that proves to that person who's going to pay you that you actually know what you're talking about and you're actually committed to serving people and doing the things that you're talking about doing. So low ticket, low risk. You can sell at any time. You don't need a lot of people. You don't need a lot of evidence to support that you're the expert. High ticket, high risk. You're going to need, you're going to need to establish yourself and position yourself. And one of the ways to do that is by building that audience. Okay. So we've covered a lot of ground here. Like I said, there's no really concrete answer. If we were working on each individual's person's business right now, we were kind of like laying it out. We'd be looking at things like price point, price point, the value of the product. Like, what are you actually doing? And is it a unique offering? Are there a lot of people doing what you do? Is it available anywhere else? Or is it one of a kind? You know, do you have the experience and knowledge and expertise to be selling it, you know, even without having this established audience? Do you even need an audience for this? Or is this kind of like a very niche item that's only going to be relevant to a few people at a higher price point? So maybe you don't even need to build an audience at all to sell this. Like, there's different questions you're going to need to ask. However, however, to wrap up, to conclude today, I would just like to remind you guys that if you put in the time, if you put in the time to providing value, creating content, and you have a plan to make money doing this, there's no like wrong time to launch something or try something. There's factors that are going to need to be considered, but there's no wrong time. You don't need to make rules for yourself. Like when I hit 10K on Instagram, I'm going to launch my Shopify store. Or when I grow my Facebook group to a thousand people, I'm going to launch my one-to-one -one coaching program. You don't need to make these rules for yourself because here's what I've learned over eight years of trying things and doing different things and then working with different people to get, you know, things launched and out there. It doesn't doesn't hurt you to try okay it doesn't hurt you to try to fill maybe a beta program of the coaching program that you want to do it doesn't hurt you to launch your Shopify store and start telling people about it even if you don't get any customers right out of the gate it doesn't hurt you to try so if you're not doing anything if you're not doing anything and you start doing something to try and make money from your audience then you're going to be further ahead. And if it doesn't happen right away, you just keep working at it. It doesn't hurt you to try. There's no right or wrong answer. It's not, you know, once you have a certain number of followers, you're going to be able to launch at a certain rate. 
However, if you're spending a lot of money and time in this, the, the fastest route to monetization is to have some kind of evergreen item that you can kind of pimp out and sell and call people to action to because some sales are better than no sales. As for my high ticket people, I hope I spoke to you today. I hope that I didn't discourage you, but also gave you some perspective of what you need to be considering before you immediately try to launch. Because yes, if you don't have visibility, you don't have engagement, you don't really have the audience, then you're probably gonna be very disappointed when your high ticket offering doesn't sell. And I'm just trying to prevent you from having that disappointment by saying this is the reality. People aren't just signing up for high ticket items on people that they've never heard of before, don't have an established kind of following, don't have any proof of knowledge or expertise. So you gotta position yourself well. And so that's gonna take some time. It's very unlikely you'll be selling high ticket right out of the gate. Not impossible, not impossible, but unlikely in most cases. Okay, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode today. I'll let you know that in my store right now, my Grow Your Facebook group ad strategy is on sale for $55. If you wanna buy that from me, it's a step-by-step on how you can grow your Facebook group with specific niche target audience, so no more recruiting in other groups no more you join mine, I'll join yours, exchanges that's not gonna get you the engaged quality audience that you want, and no more just invite all your friends and see what happens. You can actually use an ad to recruit people into your group that are specifically the ideal target demographic for your product or service. That's gonna make it a lot easier to sell to this audience in your Facebook group. So it's that ad strategy, it's on sale for $55, you can learn that from me. I just want to throw that in there at the end. Thank you for listening to the end. For those of you who are listening as a podcast, to those who watched at the end, drop me a comment. Let me know that you watched the replay. I hope this information helped you out. You guys have a great day. I'm Brandi Peters. Bye.